Welcome back, listeners, to the Catholic Traveler podcast, where we are podcasting daily to bring you to the Lenten Station Churches. I'm Joni. I'm Mountain. Hi, Mountain. Hi, Joni. How are you? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, listeners. <laughs> and Joni. Oh, this is a good church. It is, but you know what? I just, we haven't talked about this in a while, but people rating, subscribing, sharing. Yes. Apple Podcasts is the best place to do that. Um, we're moving up in some of the charts, so that's fun to see. Although I don't think anybody looks at the charts except me and probably other <laughs> other new podcasters, maybe. Um, yeah. But it's fun to see like some traction. And yeah. The, and the comments and the, the ratings are going up, so um, it's a big help. And especially every day, now that we're doing this every day, uh, maybe, maybe you don't think about rating or commenting, but if you yeah. haven't, it's a big help. That could be like yeah. your Lenten sacrifice today. Go rate <laughs> podcasts that yes. you listen to. <laughs> Do something good for others. And I have to say the comments, it really means a lot to read what people are enjoying or, you know, I, I think sometimes I don't comment on, on Instagram a lot or because I just, I kind of just take it all in and when people either comment on your Instagram, how much they're enjoying it, or to read their reviews on the Apple Podcast app, it it really means a lot. Like it's so we we are reading those and and they're making us feel good. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. So it's nice to it. see that people are noticing and that yeah. it's doing good for people. Like quite a few people are. This is part of their Lent. This little yeah. pilgrimage that we're doing. So we're happy to share. Yeah. Anyway, yes, today's church, the big one. Well, it's not that big. It's an important one. A it favorite is. one for you, a favorite one for me. Um, where are we today, Joni? We are in Trastevere at Santa Cecilia. Yeah. Beautiful church. St. Cecilia. So we talked about this a little bit on in our podcast episode when we were in Trastevere. We discussed her story in the church a little bit, but you can never hear her story too many times, so we're going to tell it again. All right. Well, let's tell it. So you mentioned we're in Trastevere. That's the part of Rome that's across the Tiber River. Uh, so away from like the ancient part of Rome, this is like the other side of the tracks, basically, you know, 2000 years ago. Um, but now it's it's where a lot of people hang out, a lot of good restaurants, a lot of great churches. So a lot of people are familiar with Trastevere. Um, but not a lot of people make it to St. Cecilia because it's kind of at the other end of Trastevere. So Santa Maria and Trastevere, that's where we're going to be tomorrow. That's kind of in the heart of the neighborhood. And then St. Cecilia is kind of on the outskirts, but it's one that should not be missed because it's a beautiful church. You kind of have to wind through the little streets to find it. And then there's a, a beautiful courtyard, which was, is very typical um, to the older churches. And that's why at a lot of the station churches have kind of this courtyard. Um, and so it, it, you kind of have to look for it, definitely. I think you could miss it if you w didn't know what you were looking for. But that's part of the beauty of being in Rome is mm -hmm. just kind of getting lost in the back streets and definitely. finding your own adventures. Because just the definitely. walk there, like right around there is like three or four beautiful churches. So even if you get lost, you might mm -hmm. see something else amazing along the way. And it's a very yeah. uh, picturesque neighborhood. Buildings yes, are so old definitely. and all the beautiful colors, the oranges and the ivy and the blue skies. I might have to go over there later today. Oh, it's so nice. 
You should, because I it's should. the Station Church I Day. I should, yeah. <laughs> so St. Cecilia was a Roman martyr. She was um, killed in the in the third century. And she before she died, she was a Roman noblewoman. And she was betrothed to a young man named Valerian. And Valerian, um, when they on their wedding night, Valerian was a little surprised to find out that Cecilia had promised uh, the Lord her virginity. So Valerian was, uh, you know, faced with this little dilemma. And some some ancient legend says, like, even that her guardian angel appeared to him and basically threatened him if he was to touch her and threaten this vow of virginity. <laughs> so um, a little surprise on the wedding night, I suppose. But Valerian really loved Cecilia, and he ended up meeting with the Pope. And uh, Urban actually brought him into the faith along with his brother, Tiburtius. So they both converted to Christianity, and they the three of them served the poor, educated the children of the area until Valerian and Tiburtius were discovered to be Christian. Earlier than um, Cecilia because of their, you know, their their standing in the community. So they were martyred and buried in the catacombs. And then Cecilia was martyred. Actually, in her home, they tried to suffocate her in her own baths, like in her sauna. And like so many of the stories we've already heard, they did not succeed. So then they sent in an executioner to chop off her head. And he did not succeed. I I like to think there's one story that he was so struck by her beauty that he couldn't finish the job. After he already like hit her a couple times though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, then there's the other story that they could only try three times, right? Right. They, They had to, you know, so whatever the reason he did not succeed. And she actually lay on her, the floor of her bath bleeding. And at the, to the very end, she preached the faith because she extended her hands out and made a gesture of belief in the Trinity, um, three persons in one God. And her body was buried in catacombs. And later it was found to be incorrupt. Yeah. So she was buried in the San Callisto catacombs. They dug her up at some point. Body was incorrupt. They moved her to her house, which was now a church. And the tomb sat again for, I don't know how long, a couple hundred years maybe, until mm-hmm. the 15, 1600s. And they opened it up again, I guess, just to see is she still incorrupt? And she was. And then she stayed incorrupt long enough for uh, the artist Moderno to make note of how her body looked so that he could make a tomb that looked just like her body. And then she decomposed. So she's no longer incorruptible. Oh, I don't think I knew that she finally decomposed. I was kind of hoping one day they'd open her back up again, but sorry, Joni. (laughs) But the, the statue is one of the most beautiful statues in Rome. I think it might be my, my favorite work of art and it's under the high altar. Now there's a replica in the catacombs, San Calisto where she was originally buried, but the original by Moderno is under the high altar and it's stunningly beautiful in its simplicity. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So St. Cecilia, you can actually go under the church and visit the crypt. Um, You pay the nice little Benedictine nun that sits in the corner and she will let you down and they've done excavations. It seems like they're continuing to do excavations because from the very first time I went down to the present day, there's even more to see, but you can see kind of the Roman road and the different rooms of the house. And then there's a beautiful chapel that it's not an ancient chapel. It's a more modern chapel, but it looks ancient because of the mosaics that are it's around her tomb. And it's um, it's definitely worth whatever it costs to get down there. What, like three euro or whatever? Yeah, it's like two or three euro. 
Yeah, that that chapel below, well, like where the actual tomb is downstairs, is more beautiful than the church. Yes, and it's a great place yeah. for mass too. If you have a group or your own priest, you can celebrate mass at that altar, and so that's very special. Because um, even the church upstairs is pretty modern, um, as far as churches go. Yeah, no, don't picture an American modern church when no, that no, no, says no. that. <laughs> but it's it's definitely um, renov, you know, renovated from right. the original. Right. The things are are authentic, like the apse mosaic. Um, we've talked on here about apse mosaics before, and as you continue to go to the station churches, you see some similarities of apse mosaics, and you know Peter and Paul, and maybe the benefactor of the church. This one features our friend Pope Paschal, and because he's the one that built the church, he's and very so busy. you're. You, he was. He liked to build churches. And uh, Saint, I believe Saint Agatha is in the mosaic with Saint Cecilia. Um, some of the other Roman uh, female martyrs. So, yeah. Yeah, and then so this is also she's the patron saint of musicians, and so anytime I have musical groups in town, they always want to go to this church, and I always include a special prayer for my father because he's a musician. And anyone else that pops into my head, like secular musicians that might need, might be in need of a prayer or two. I like um, that. Yeah. And again, this is another church that's popular with weddings. Yeah. This one's really, it's set up for weddings. They have like the typical chairs that you find in American churches, like for reception halls. And then there's the piazza yeah. outside. So you get really good pictures. They have amazing bells. Some of the best bells in Rome at Santa Celia's church. So a nice fountain in the yeah, piazza, good fountain, the courtyard. Yeah. Um, oh, and this is also the place where the palia. So for those of you who are familiar, there's a tradition for at the feast of Peter and Paul to give all the new archbishops of the world, a palia, which is like a wool strip of cloth that they wear to show their, their rank as archbishop, I guess, for lack of a better word, they're the dignity of being an archbishop. And the pallia are made by the wool of lambs that are actually kept at St. Agnes outside the walls, which is another really beautiful church. And the la- the wool is brought here to the Benedictine nuns at Santa Cecilia, and they actually make the pallia, which is kind of a neat little tidbit. Yeah. And the Pope would sometimes go to that event. Yeah. With the little lambs. Yeah. Or they would bring the lambs to the Pope and he would bless them. So there's, if you, you can Google like Pope and lambs and you'll see little lambs and they, they have them like kind of bound up on pillows or something. I guess so they don't jump away. <laughs> and so it looks like they're giving him like little lamb pillows. Like as his little pets. Yeah. Little pet, yeah. little pet lambs. But somebody told me that, that that's what he eats for Easter dinner. And I, it kind of scarred me emotionally. Mm. I don't think that's true. No, I don't think so. But, so, but yeah. Um, so Fun story. When I went in 05, we we didn't get, we weren't able to go to Wednesday morning station churches often because we had Italian class very early. And so we hopped down there between classes around lunchtime and we had a very short time frame to make it to make to the church. And so at the time, the church was under renovation. And so I thought I knew where to get tickets to go underground and they had moved it because of some renovations. So anyway, we eventually got underground and you actually went to the crypt through that chapel instead of through 
the back of the church, which was different. I had never, I had never even been in the chapel before because for a long time they, they kept the chapel closed, the mosaic chapel that Mountain and I were talking about that's more beautiful than the church. It used to be very difficult to get into the chapel. For some reason, they kept it closed all the time. So we actually got to go down to the crypt through that chapel. And then when we were coming back, they locked us down there. And we were actually locked <laughs> in the chapel for about 20 minutes. We got somebody to go find someone to let us out. And then he disappeared. And then he ended up behind us in the chapel. And we're like, well, wait a minute. How'd you get down here? If you, It was very funny and very Italian. And that's my memory of the station church at Santa Cecilia getting oh. locked in the crypt. That's a nice place to be locked in, though. I would, it was. I wouldn't mind it, some it, kind of private time there. Yeah, we were worried about being late for class, but it was it was a comedy and it was a nice place to be locked in. Yeah. So uh, I know this isn't her feast day, but oftentimes on her feast day, there's the big mass in the evening and the Sistine Chapel choir will sometimes mm. sing that mass. And so I was able to do that. I think it was 2018, maybe, but it was beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And there's often like concerts and such there because of her patronage of music, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you'll find concerts in a lot of places, a lot of churches in Rome, but um, but that one seems to be a popular place. So when we're th- talking about titular churches, it's actually, it was Cardinal Wolsey, who if anybody studies Reformation history or, um, you know, good old Henry VIII and Thomas More, it was Cardinal Wolsey's Archbishop Canterbury, his titular before, you know. He left the church, oh, started his own thing. That. Yeah, it was his titular. So I always like to see kind of who, who's who been connected to the different churches in the past, and that's kind of a fun one. So the the the, tit, the, the cardinal that's assigned to that church now, he's the cardinal of, where is he from? Somewhere in Umbria. And oh. he was named a cardinal maybe five, six years ago or something, and his story was kind of funny that he didn't know he was being named a cardinal. And so the Pope announces it at the Angelus on Sundays. And one of his parishioners heard and like after mass went up to him and said, Oh, congratulations. And he was like, Oh, there must be some mistake. Cause he's like just a little parish priest in Umbria somewhere. And so when he came to uh, the consistory and he got to go and, you know, the, the Cardinal, when they get, when they receive their church, they go and they get a little tour and everything. And so I was there when he visited oh, and I wow. was down in the crypt at the same time. And it was just kind of funny. They were, That's I mean, awesome. he, he looked like he had never been there. Maybe he hasn't been there because you know how yeah. Italians are. They don't go to every church and right. they're showing him around like downstairs in the crypt. And I had a, a group with me. And I was like, oh, that's the new cardinal. He's just signed this church. And so people are taking pictures with him. And that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. a great story. That's all right. <laughs> it's better than getting locked in there. Well, Your I story didn't. trumped my story. I don't think so. I thought, no. I thought <laughs> yours was nice. Yours is kind of but funny. Mine was just like, oh, there's a cardinal. But it's amazing to think that like he got one of the, well, I think he got one of the best titular churches in the city. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it would be him. nice to talk to the person that's in charge of like signing up like, yeah. who gets what church because some yeah. people I mean when the when the historic churches come available I mean somebody's got to get it yeah but then I love it you know sometimes they send people like way out into the suburbs and yeah you have to wonder what those cardinals are thinking <laughs> they might be needed there they might oh, need them that's true 
Um, but yeah, this is not only one of the original station churches. It's one of the 25 original parishes in Rome, which is pretty, I mean, it makes sense because it's the house church of Cecilia, but, um, but yeah, original 25 churches in Rome. Here we are. Crazy. So, yeah. We have an old one tomorrow too. We do just, we might as well just, you know, sleep at Santa Cecilia and just wander (laughs) over there to Santa Maria in the morning. Sounds good. Another beautiful one. Beautiful one tomorrow. Yep. So. All right. Excellent. Sounds good. Well, thanks again. Thank you guys for listening, but also for rating and reviewing and sharing because it means a lot. Yeah. Tell all your friends. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Well, ciao, ciao. Ciao. Ciao.